Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about Silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we already warned you. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers Episode 759, A Haunting... Not in Connecticut? Sure. <laughs> I know. I Hell I House? kept... It, haunting of Hill House or Hell House. Yeah. There's two, those are two different things. I kept thinking when I would see just the title on upcoming releases yeah. that it was like a sequel to something like that. Like yeah. I, that it, I didn't connect it oh. as, a, as like, Oh, it's another in the Kenneth Branagh, the, Agatha Christie series. The, the sequel is haunting in Connecticut too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm serious. That's what it's called. No, I, yeah, totally. Like, I mean, why would you want to leave Connecticut? They <laughs> have, they have great tax incentives. That first one's not bad. I was just going to say it's a different title. So, you know, it's not a book. The title isn't an Agatha Christie book. Right. So you've not heard of it. And honestly, oh, like, wait, is that right? Yeah. The, the book was called Halloween Party. Oh. And honestly, I don't know if I'd ever heard of Halloween Party. Like, I'm not a big Ag- Agatha Christie fan. Like, sure. I've read, I think, two of her books. You're more of a Clouseau man. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I mean, I read, like, the, um, I, I Word read Murder on the Orient Express. And I read whatever the one that. And then the, there were none. That's they what they call it call now. It, they can't call it the other one. <laughs> you can't call it the other, either of the other ones. Which one? Well, so it was called something yes. offensive. Yes. And they changed the name to something that was also offensive. <laughs> the Agatha Christie movie? Yeah, so we, yes. we watched it. It so, was the yeah, so, uh, it was uh, the second one. Yeah, so oh, they changed the title. So it yeah. was, so what we now call and then there was none was originally recalled called oh, t- 10 little ten- inwards yes and then they changed the name of it because that's offensive and they changed it to 10 little indians yes and because it's they changed it again and then they they finally had they changed it to we're not going to name any people (laughs) in this at all i can i tell you i don't know what the moot title of that second movie is i couldn't could not tell you the title uh, for the life of me. Death oh, of the Nile. Death of the, the Nile. Okay, because yeah. I, I know I know the first one, obviously, and yeah. then I was totally blanking on. That. But but yeah, so I read that, and I read Murder on the Orient Express, and it was just like, I don't know. They just, I mean, I know she's legendary, but and but it's just something about the writing style. Like my brain just kind of glosses over, and all sure. of a sudden, I've like I've read three pages and retained none of it. That's why people can't figure out the mysteries. I got to tell you, <laughs> it's like reading Michael Crichton. I've Somet- never sometimes he gets like in Jurassic yeah. Park, he gets 
into the science. And I was like, never read a Michael this... Crichton book for that reason. Same with Tom Clancy. Oh, sure. I like those Jurassic Park books. I've read. Both I think of those. one and two. I think both of them are really good. They really. But they do like there are like yeah. chunks of that. It's sure. almost like I remember reading like Tom Clancy about military books. Yeah, so. we're like, hey, well, Hunt for Red October. Yeah, he famously <laughs> got in trouble because he had read all the the publicly declassified stuff, declassified stuff, and kind of made assumptions that yeah. connected dots, and all of a sudden he. The feds are like, gets hey. a knock on this door. Uh, like, you know, he's like, I just guessed correctly. Yeah, like, right, right. Sure you did, buddy. Yeah. Sure you did, but the, buddy. The, uh, the, is it Stieg Larson? Is that who wrote The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Yes. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a thing that they've cut out of the movie where they get into... So, you know, the, the, in the beginning, uh, Mikhail Bloomquist is getting sued, right, for defamation of character. Mm-hmm. They get into like how he got the information and like the lawsuit and the ins and outs of the lawsuit, and boy, mm. that is not fun to read. It is very which is boring. weird because people like went crazy for that book. So you think if there was something that dry up front, they wouldn't have. Gone I think crazy they for went it. crazy for the book post miniseries. I think that miniseries came out. Oh really? And I think so. And then the book sales went up, and then they're like Fincher's like I'll do it. I wish they. Ca- I thought the Fincher remake was really oh, good. Man. I wish they would have kept going with those. They did. I'm serious. They made a second one. Yeah, there's with but uh, now with Fincher, Claire. They try. They tried to make. It, I mean, and nobody cared. No, and then no. Was, I meant. I meant David Fincher. Like oh, keep oh, doing oh. his thing with it. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They did a prequel or something, right? Didn't they do? Like, I thought it was like a, no. I think it was. Something? Well, no. This was like it, it would have been. It's so confusing. There's three movies, right? There's three original movies, three original books, and then there's a, th- a well, fourth book. Yeah, and the original he... movies are like what Swedish or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you find them, they're th- really good. Those things are like four hours long a piece. Yeah, like they, they're, they're really good. Yeah, they are very. But good. But that first one, I think, was a really good remake. That oh, it's and it's a great detective story. Yeah, like it's a really well done. Um, but they did they the Americans us didn't do the girl who played with fire and the girl who kicked the hornet's nest. They jumped right to like the girl in the spider web, which is post everything that happens. So they They, like found it in a drawer and somebody finished it. Right. And now they just have ghost writers doing them. Because uh, they've made more. Oh, have they? They kept going. Yeah, they made because okay. there was too much money on the table. I knew we didn't finish the fourth one, and someone else finished it for him. But, yeah, but yeah. that's what. But like, yeah, why? Why? Because, yeah, because sorry, just the the story there is so the the woman he was involved is, with. Yeah, they weren't married, but mm-hmm. they had been together forever. Yeah, and she was like, he does not want anything published after his death. If he didn't finish it, he doesn't want to yeah. publish. But because they weren't married, oh. his parents, and because they didn't have kids, his parents ended Dang. up getting the rights and they were like, oh, he would like these published, <laughs> please. <laughs> they were like, well, well, this makes up for the fact that we don't have a 401k yeah, in Sweden right, or right. whatever. And so, so it all ended up coming out and then now I think they just have ghostwriters writing them. Well, oh. I mean, obviously he's not writing them, sure, but like sure. they're still well, putting them out. Yeah, <laughs> he's like Tupac. You just yeah. they just keep finding Ghost stuff. Rider, right? Yeah, yeah. So Spirit of Vengeance, baby. But now I'm now I'm like want to go down the rabbit hole of like how many of those books were? Oh, uh, we only we only got sixty minutes here, so <laughs> no, we got, we're good. We got we got fifty four. We got enough. We got enough time. <laughs> but uh, well, I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Before we jump in, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, IR, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. Super Ooh. helpful. Good for the egos. More often than not. <laughs> Uh, and it helps people who come along after you. And, of course, it feeds the algorithm. That's right. Which is our God. That's right. So um, <laughs> you can also uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page. Join the group. It's called the League of Show Shares. We're hoping you will share an episode. Just get the word out. So we're not doing this for no reason. <laughs> and, uh, people who were kind enough to share an episode last week include librarian Cynthia, Ralph Tribble, Phil Timon, Richard Krotzer, Chris Valls, Tammy Lynn Powers Betts, Gabriel Lugo, Chris Magic Man, Tom Dowdy, Matt Gonzalez, Travis Tewitt, Julianne Jordan, Dissect That Film, Taylor Ward, Christopher Rex, David Rojas, Invasion of the Remake, The Film B, Geek to Me Radio, Ryan Terry, Nostalgia Cast, The Real Pete, or should I say Pete? Yeah, I was going to say there's a few more. <laughs> Binge Movies, Ronnie Castle, Feel and Film, In Session Film, and Matt Naglia. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. Also, don't forget we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content and 
We love you long time. And as soon as my life gets a little less hectic. So never. Correct. Yeah. Uh, we'll get back. We got we got some ready to go. Yeah. But we're going to we'll, we'll finish up. Yeah, we had a little I would the the last <laughs> one was supposed to be up last week and there was a little audio snafu, so it's going to be up. <laughs> we this. accidentally uh Turn Joe's mic on. There was an accident. Yeah, oh, turn it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. it was a shame. <laughs> we let, we like to let Joe play. You know, he plays along. Right, true. That he's getting recorded. He's, yeah. yeah. This time, it, you know, it all mixed together, and there's nothing I could salvage. <laughs> like when I sang on stage with Poison, but the mic was disconnected. That's exactly so, it. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Oh, when I was back when I was a DJ nice. a million years ago nice. in the late nineties, they gave you a mic. <laughs> well, they gave the staff a mic, and we were oh, all okay. there for oh, okay for uh uh. I don't know what the party song. Oh, 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 oh. They're, they're, they're They're, anthem. Yeah. And so the, I think the kiss cover that they do. Oh, is that a kiss cover? I think they did. Yeah. It's a kiss cover. I thought anyway. So we were on stage for that, but I did uh, steal one of CC DeVille's picks. Oh, that's nice. One of the guys in the office was like, if you get a pick and I'm like, (laughs) I'm not going to ask them for a pick. And then I'm standing on stage and they're all, you know how they tape them on the the mic stand. And I was like, Oh, I'm right here. I'm like, I wasn't going to go out of my way, but I'm like, I'm literally on stage (laughs) with poison and here are all the picks. Okay. All right. He's not going to miss one. Yeah, yeah right. He doesn't even know how he has it's no the, idea. How it's the in. second to last song of the set. Like he's <laughs> he's, he's already need, he's already checked out to the bus. He doesn't need eight more picks <laughs> for one song. Not even CC Deville is that bad of a guitarist. So, but uh, he just grind him down oh, on a solo. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh no. I was going to play with his fingers for yeah. real. Yeah. Like he's Al Demiola. That's right. So uh, what else do I have left to say? Oh yeah, I mean, these are all on YouTube. You should go watch them. There Bam. you go. Cool. So. Uh, there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in. This is a weird movie. It I, is weird. I you know what? It really is filmed strangely. I thought the same okay, thing. So there's I'm of two minds of this, and I'm trying to figure it out because usually I like watching a movie with really cool shots. I mean, if you go back to movies like Citizen Kane, even you're like, wow, these are some really amazing shots they're doing. They're interesting. They're doing it from different angles and all this stuff. This movie is like trying to do all this different stuff, but it's way too frequently yeah. where it's not like, oh, here's an interesting shot thrown in here. It's like cut to a weird hallway <laughs> shot, cut to a weird fisheye close Dutch, up shot, cut, cut, to a, and, cut to a weird Dutch angle for no it, reason. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're trying so hard to do weird shots. And then aside from, and it doesn't look very good, but they're doing weird shots. And then some of them look like they're filmed on a cell phone, which isn't like a cool Sodenberg compliment. It's like, it just looks like a weird old TV miniseries, like he, not in a good way. But so, did Brenna direct all three of these? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so okay. here's what I think happened: the first one they made oh. for like like fifty five million dollars. Oh yeah. On the or- yeah. Orange yeah. Press and uh, diminishing and, returns, and then it was really popular. Yeah, it made like three hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, and so yeah. they gave it more money, and the next one was like a hundred million dollars, but then. They had to edit that thing within an inch Army of its life because Army Hammer oh, and that's then right. COVID. And so it underperformed. And so they slashed the budget on this one. Here you back, go, Kenny. Use back your down to $60 million. And-, and like, and if you think about it, this movie only has one set. They found this really weird looking mansion and they filmed the whole thing there. That, and, yeah, for sure. And so like, and so I, I think what you're responding to is I think he's doing everything he can. Right. To, That's probably true. To hide the fact that he was the budget was slashed yeah. and he's got one location to work with. I but like. I, I love but chamber that, pieces. Like that can be a really cool yeah. thing. But this did not work for me. And is it I most, like this? I lo- I like this movie a lot. I think it's I think it's the best one of the three. Whoa, really? Yeah, I do. Cow. I think I think they do a really fun. I do, I will say I think they do a really fun job with. Is it supernatural? Is it not supernatural? I love that aspect. Where where are we? Like, and I, what I really liked about this movie was compared to the first two is I liked Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, but I, I had two issues with it. One, it's so rapid fire. That's true. That there is no way you can conceivably solve it. Right. These whole things are like you. You want to play along, Mm -hmm. and this is always my thing. This is why I don't like the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies, is because you can't play along. Those mysteries do not exist. Sure, they're not real mysteries. They just tell you there is a mystery, and then he strings together a bunch of stuff that you had no way of knowing or deducing. I do like both those movies, though. Yeah, I. The first (laughs) one was like okay, and the second one was garbage hey, but that has Elizabeth slander in it right isn't it uh the boom? second one i think for sure yeah does. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah yeah but um but the but i also i did not like that they started with murder on the orient express so like what's I, the first book i don't even know oh I don't, but 
but it's the most famous though. But right? it's the most famous yeah. is why they started with. But the problem is the solution to murder on the Orient Express. It's a punchline, right? Like it, oh. and it really ultimately is kind of like, like uh, lovingly making fun of murder mystery novels, sure. right? Like, sure, sure, I mean, sure. I don't want to say it for people that haven't seen it and yeah. spoil it, but I mean, but but the solution that they land on, there is no way a person is going to come up with that solution, right? Even though it works and it makes sense and it's kind of funny, and you're like, okay, I get it. That I, it's a great trick but you can only do it once right yeah, right but um but but you shouldn't start with that one because it it kind of rests on the fact that you've read all these agatha christie now mm. other novels and this one kind of subverts your expectations by doing the one thing you don't think mm. it could ever do right, right? and so to st- use that as a starting point i thought was not well conceived mm. it should have built up to murder on the orient express and then the second one i thought was just I didn't like it at all. I thought it was I thought it was boring. Yeah. I thought that it was it was they had to edit so much around Army Hammer and that all the weird narrative games they had to play to work around him made it virtually unsolvable. What I like about this one is that it finally calmed down. That right? is true. Like and, and it, the cast is much smaller. Yeah, and and like it it finally calmed down and actually tells a story in a fairly even straightforward narrative sense and like you you can play along i feel like someone could watch this movie and with the information presented to you solve the mystery yeah, I probably think it, i think it is all there i didn't see it coming but i think it's all laid yeah. out if you once they piece it together you're like oh yeah, yeah. well it, it that they, was it all there yeah. Stuff, yeah and i don't feel like the other two really played fair with the mystery the second one who second one's on the boat is, and it's i know it's a net benning cairo or whatever but in gal gadot, gal gadot yeah. Yeah. i don't know who did what i think army hammer was a bad guy in the end it hit, hit him and his wife yeah. did it, or fiance yeah. or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah like that's right I don't even remember why, but because um, he's a cannibal, <laughs> yeah, like total coelho. That's you don't even know what I'm talking about. I thought you said I thought you were making a joke about Pierrot's name. No, there's there was a mild hit in the '80s called "I Eat Cannibal." Oh, by the band Total Coelho. Oh, okay. I eat cannibal. It's incredible. Oh, yes. and yeah. how how long was it a hit? Uh, about fourteen seconds. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so as long as it takes you to pronounce the name, that's yeah. right. That's right. But anyway, so like I, I really ended up enjoying this movie. I like. I get what you're saying about I, the shots, but I, think I it could have been good. Like yeah. I like the concept a lot, yeah. and I really love what it does. Great is someone like Poirot, who's so logical and obviously no nonsense. He picks apart everything and all the evidence. It gets him to actually question what he's seeing and yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So I love I love the concept of it. I just think that the budget was so small, and I mean I know it's not Brandon's fault. He's doing the best he can, but whatever they're doing with all those shots and the way it was filmed, it just looked so bad. And again, not like oh, this looks like a the time period appropriate and like a like they're trying to do a BBC miniseries, it, whatever. Well, but but like, you know what? Looked- That's what it felt like. This felt like a BBC yep. like Agatha Christie adaptation. Because uh, I thought the same thing. It, it just, but but it was like not in a good way. You know, sometimes we're like, oh, I love it when there's the extra grain and it feels period appropriate. It, there was something about this that looked like it was a handy cam. It looked like when not, he's there's there are scenes when he's got it, you you know that he's wearing a rig, like he's it, the the camera's facing him and he's like walking around and you know he's wearing like it's it's one of those shots. I think of I don't know if, if anybody remembers the show. There was a show on MTV called Fear. Where yeah. they would take like a bunch of like teenagers. Well, they would put them in like a haunted place mm-hmm. and they had to do like uh, challenges, challenges or yeah. whatever. And they come was like back. fear factor. But, but yeah. yeah. And they, they would all wear like shoulder harnesses and they'd have like and camera they'd be like, them around. They'd be in the dark. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there were scenes in this where they were doing the same thing. I was like, man, that is a. That is a choice. What I what I do like, like they had some really good ideas. I liked when he was wearing the mask and you could see out the eye holes, kind of Halloween POV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I liked that. Um, I liked the idea of some of the weird shots, but again, it just something about it was hurting my head. I'm like, <laughs> it looked bad. Like it was well, also, poorly I, executed, interesting concepts, but I kept being. They would just cut between these shots to shot, and you know what I mean. It, it, I think yeah. they're trying to get you to feel disoriented yeah. in the way he's feeling disoriented. That could be. That but, could very well be. But I, um, I also think Venice is 
like kind of low-key one of my favorite places to like film something like it's just so that's a weird city man I, it, that's what i'm saying like, like it's why just, would anyone do that i don't know but it is it's very weird and like the you know the buildings are it doesn't look like anything else there's nothing else in the For world sure. that lo- looks like venice I'll listen to mr italian over here all right all right all right uh, hey i love a defense hey, oh, don't, do don't do that <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that i can do that you can't do that can mario do that yeah but not chris pratt yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but there, like i do think it's such a unique place to film something i don't know if you there's this movie called it's i think it's called it's terminator 2 is what they call it but it's oh. got it's got but it's it's definitely a ripoff of terminator from it's an italian flick i oh, wish i could remember yeah, I, I've like body this. shock i think or something like that mm-hmm. but they film it like they're running through the streets of venice and it's when they be swimming through the streets of no venice? because like you, <laughs> it, but that's yeah i guess that's true they're running on the sidewalks of venice, okay i, I love the imagery of so like they're they're like this is like what 1945 yeah some, no it's post-world war two so because the doctor because jamie dornan is that his name night yeah, 1947. Then it was like 45 to 47. Because he's, he's 46. But he's got place. PTSD. Like that's yeah. his deal. Yeah, um, it's definitely post World War II. I don't. If they ever said a ye- an official do. year, they I don't do. remember. I it's I had either to, it's between 45 and 47 for sure. I know it was like yeah. mid 40s. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I missed the first five minutes of this movie. Oh. Oh. Eh, you gotta do it. I had right. a work call. I had a major. I've been there. Major show crisis. Oh no! And I had a I had to take a work call. So. Crystal went in and watched it and then like fed me what hey, happened. Hey, just record this one. for me real quick yeah. and I'll watch it in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Just let them know you're with the press. It'll <laughs> yeah, be fine. Right. Yeah. But uh, but like it is it is interesting to kind of see Brenna kind of do a there there were these run of horror flicks that came out of the UK that were not like gore based. They were like ghost based yeah. or like a haunted house, like the haunting or the haunting of it's yeah. more atmospheric. Atmospheric, yeah. yeah. And this felt like that. But, and those are all kind of like one one set yeah. pieces. And there were I think this was really good at again, not really knowing if we're dealing with something supernatural, which you know that we're probably not. Right. Because it's not but, what these books do. Right. Yeah. Right. But But it's really fun to question but again seeing Poirot question it. Right. The man right. who is so logical, he would never believe in these things. And it's really interesting to see He's actually seeing these things, which he would never believe in, and then to find out why it's 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 clever. It is clever. I I, I really do like the idea of it. I, I liked the atmosphere and the setting. Um, Another, there's I love a spooky house. Yeah, spooky. If you do it right, like that's that's good stuff for sure. Um, so this one starts. We've got uh, Perot is Ross Perot. Yes, Ross yes, Perot. Ross can't Perot. finish. Can't finish. Can't finish. <laughs> um, is out on it he's just done he's retired to venice he's got this uh, one of my favorite this has been my favorite character of all of these movies is the italian bodyguard where he's just punching people and throwing them over like the bridges i think yeah. it's hilarious and he's not really taking any cases and then tina fey shows up who i didn't know was in this movie and i was like well, oh you didn't it. no <laughs> i didn't watch it I, I i don't remember ever seeing a trailer for this yeah but i was like oh this is in- okay like i love tina fey yeah and she basically says, I, so is she supposed to be Agatha Christie? Yes. She's kind of like a stand in <laughs> for Agatha okay, Christie. Okay. She's this famous crime mystery writer and she has made Perrault famous. famous. She wrote a book based on his character. She followed him on a, on a case, on a case and then wrote a book, thinly veiled version of him that right. everybody figured out was him. And then he became very famous, which is why the whole world knows who knows he is. Knows who he is. Yes. And he has retired from taking I cases. I think it's funny that there's all all these detective books are about detectives who are very famous when I cannot think of one famous detective in real life. Elliot Ness. I mean, was he a detective? He was a cop. I guess he was a cop. Yeah, but yeah. He, I mean, they don't detect anything. Who no. are we kidding? But <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but like, he wasn't really a detective. That's like, true. he wasn't out solving mysteries. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, like. It's such a fun concept, though, to think yeah. that there's this great detective. That's I mean, true. Batman. Batman, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Like, there's yeah. Just but like, the really. Poirot. Powell. And mo- any, if you've ever talked to a private investigator. No. <laughs> If you've ever talked to a private well, investigator, and thanks to my first wife, I have oh. <laughs> frequently. Um, you know, they'll they'll tell you they're like this job is so boring. They're oh, like, oh, it's just sit, sit, sit just sitting there yeah. watching for someone to do something and then going click. Okay, got it. Yeah, uh, you can make a, a a case that Mikhail Bloomquist is a detective. Yeah, yeah he's a journalist. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, he's just, he kind of yeah. about uh, Veronica Mars. Yeah, Keith Mars. 
Columbo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, love me some Columbo. Um, Jessica Fletcher. Jessica Rose. Fletcher. Yeah, that's a good one. Matlock. Yeah. I mean, he's a lawyer, he's a but lawyer. he's but he's also solving. He he. Perry he, Mason from House. a narr- from a narrative standpoint, he functions as a detective. I would also House agree with how a, he's I mean, a medical detective. You mean Sherlock? Yeah. 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 Diagnosis murder. I got to tell you, it it took me too long that he was Sherlock Holmes. I mean. He, I doesn't he even live at like two twenty one. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a drug addict. Yeah, he's his name is House instead yeah. of Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, it's just like yeah. oh god damn it. Yeah, buys all his furniture at Watson's. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I it was fine. It was funny when I figured out that Laurie and Fry were a comedy duo, and I'm like the guy from House. Yeah, <laughs> <Is> a comedian. <laughs> That's really weird. Um, he does Stuart a really dad. He does a really good English accent though. He does one of the better ones. <laughs> yeah. you know? Exactly. Um. So, yeah, she says, like, I've got this case. I need your help. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. And she kind of goads him uh, with, like, eh, you probably couldn't figure it out anyway. And he's like, all right, fine. Nobody calls me a chicken. (laughs) Nobody calls me a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they go, and we find out that she's the woman from, she's the the wife from uh, Yellowstone. I don't, know I don't watch it. I watch two episodes. I watch clips every once in a while. I watch two episodes of Yellowstone because everybody's raving about it. And, like, halfway through the second episode i turn to my wife and i'm like is this complete dog and she's like it is complete dog and i was like are you cool i'm like i don't understand what people love about this show it's just dallas but not as good i think that leans a little towards a certain i agree and i don't even begrudge it that no it just wasn't good like i don't understand i feel like sometimes people on the right are so desperate for something to tell them that they're that they're correct, right. mm-hmm. that they'll glob on anything, mm-hmm. and but like people that, yeah, people that have very different views from you yeah. love it. So like, it's, it's like the, the fact well, that you don't like it doesn't. What's seem that, that well, and I wasn't because... even like, oh my god, this is offending my sensibilities. I was like, this is so boring and mm-hmm. cheesy. Right. And, but the stuff it says, apparently, they're just like, yeah, he's. Yeah. I don't know what it's, he's defending his ranch or what. I don't know what. Yeah. It's I have about, no idea. I know yeah. that Kevin Costner's like the mayor or something. I know that he makes like. A hundred million dollars a season yeah. or something. Are you crazy. serious? Yeah. Oh, he makes so much like that because I think to get him to come do this oh, this show on some streaming network Costner, back yeah. when they still streaming networks yeah. still were throwing money at everything <laughs> left and right that they were you know they threw a bunch of money at him and he was like don't well, mind if I do. You, how long am I going to be on set? A week for seventeen episodes. Yeah. Done. And then he said he wasn't going to do the new one. It was like he turned on fifty million for the season. Well, there's like something. two other ones. There's like a prequel, and then there's like well, yeah, a, and there's spinoffs. He's a and Harrison Ford's and, in one of them. Yeah. What? Helen yeah. Marin. And one what? of the, and the prequel, yeah. like the eighteen eighty three or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were like, well, we, can, or we got Sam this, Elliott, Elliott eighteen eighty three. Sam Elliott, I'll give you. Sam Elliott, Harry, I feel like we'll do kind of anything. And Harrison Ford is in like nineteen twenty three or something. Helen Marin. I feel like they had look. We had fifty. 50 million set aside for Costner. Yeah, we can. What if we give 25 See, to Ford, I, 25 to Mirren? I still think with the Costner turning it down, it was in the middle of that divorce. Yeah. His oh, divorce. He didn't want that to be and, a part of it. Oh. And, and so in my head, I was like, he's waiting for that divorce to be final. Who was he married to? So she don't get half of it. Uh, was he that? was married Mrs. to Costner. Mrs. Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I just, I know the only reason I even know all that is because I guess in the, the, the court filings they were fighting over a peloton oh and i'm my just like God. i'm like you have, so much, money. You have <laughs> so much money and you're fighting over a bike you can get for like eighteen hundred dollars or even like, free when you say i ride a peloton yeah, right <laughs> like actually peloton does not give product to social media oh, really? influencers they yeah like not even harris not even kevin costner not even clip kevin out crystal walked out not though do you think crystal. this i've i have never i am not aware of any time they've given the only thing they ever gave away was when the guide came out, but the guide was like three, yeah. like four hundred bucks. Oh, like, sure, sure, sure. But in terms of like the the real pieces of equipment, bike tread row, I've I am unaware of them ever giving them to social hmm. media influencers. Well, he Who? wouldn't want to accept anything free anyway, right? He to pay for it. Who's the but, Who's the mom in Sky High? I don't, is this the same person? It's uh, that's who I thought well, was so his this wife. Is, this is Kelly Riley. Is the mom the main character? Oh no, I meant like Kevin Costner's wife. Oh, I don't know. I've, I wish I could remember that gal's name. No. It doesn't matter. But anyway, so yeah, Kelly Riley yeah. is the mom, and it's been a do- it's a year to the day of her daughter's death, and apparently the daughter was seeing spirits, and this house is haunted. They do a little play with puppets and stuff, which looked. I gotta tell cool. you, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, it was a cool yeah. play. <laughs> I like yeah. the that Kenneth. I'm not gonna say his name because I suck at it. Kenneth Brenner is like, are you sure this is all right for kids? I'm like yeah. this is a little, <laughs> a little much. But it reminded me of um, Candyman. 
the remake of Candyman, sure. they did something very similar. Oh, yeah, yeah. They the, did kind of the shadow yeah. puppet thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah Austin yeah. Powers, uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah, that's a very different shadow right. game. <laughs> Dead Men Tell No Tales. Oh, he was good, doing shadow That's right, puppets, he was, yeah. Pee Wee Herman. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically this, this, they do like this Halloween party for the kids. And then once that's done, they were going to hold a seance with, um, the, they say the last woman alive who was sentenced to prison for being a witch, uh, which is Michelle Yeoh in this, in this movie. And I missed that part. Yeah. That's her backstory. Yeah. She's like the last woman and she was released because they're like, yeah, we kind of screwed that up. Sorry about (laughs) that. Um, and then she played, she parlayed that into this medium yeah. kind of gimmick where she has, you know, and I do love that. So she, she does the whole thing. He, he does. I was talking to someone at the theater about this. Knives out is so good. Yes. The second knives out is so good. Yes. And now you watch these movies, even though they were the original stories. Yeah. <laughs> well, knives that's done it so well. There were a couple beats of this that were, I felt very similar to, um, Glass, Glass onion. onion, right? I, like the the guy getting invited to the party that wasn't really invited, the guessing or, how everything was done, or he, when he real compl- quick. yeah completely it, just picks apart everything. And at now, the beginning. yeah, and now you're just like, man, Ryan Johnson's done it so well that it's like the <laughs> back student to back. has become the master. Yeah, back to back. And these movies are having a hard time standing up to those because I'll tell you what, I love those two Knives Out movies. They're fantastic. And also, I also have to put a plug in here for Poker Face on Peacock. If you oh, have not yeah. watched Poker Face, that's the Natasha Leone, Natasha Leone yes. show. Have you have either I watched? I have. Yeah, no. I watched the first three episodes. Yeah, it is so damn okay. good. I need yeah. to watch it. It is like next. That's also Ryan it, Johnson, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is why she's in Glass Onion oh. when they're they're doing a Zoom and it's all people who are like detectives, yeah. right? Like or so like private eyes or something. Yeah, like Kareem. Ab- because Angela Land, Abdul Jabbar's in there. Yeah, isn't he one of them? So. He has written some mystery novels. Oh, okay, which I okay. didn't realize. And then, and then Angela Lansbury's in there because of Jessica Fletcher. And then Natasha Leone's in there, but Poker Face had not come out yet. But the two of them were working on Poker Face together. Okay, so he put her on the Zoom call. So, so wait, uh, wait, and uh, Stephen Sondheim, right? Yeah. Are we saying that this the Jessica Fletcher is in the glass on the? No, no, but she's I, just, she's oh, playing she, Angela Lansbury. Oh, okay, but I thought she was playing Jessica Fletcher, who are who have connection to got famous it, got it, got it. murder mystery yeah. type of stuff. Just like that things. would be insane, yeah, and great at the same time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they he comes in and she starts doing the whole the whole gimmick, and he immediately is like, "Hey, dummy," and like reaches up under the the um, fireplace but, yeah. and like pulls one of the guys, you know, one of her little minions out, who's got like a like a, a magnet that's making this typewriter like type things and out. It, it's, I mean, I, I do like it's kind of creepy and good atmosphere with the typewriter. Boom, slamming down the yeah, letters. Yeah, no, I, and Michelle Yeoh's like really selling what's going on, and it, you know, you're in, you're into it. But then mm-hmm. they, they, you yeah, she, back she does and, not phone it in for a one day contract. No way, got to give her that. Yeah, she is. I mean, there, I. So this is what this is the part where I was like, maybe we are doing something kind of weird. And then, because I had watched Talk to Me before I watched this, and I was, and I was like, okay, maybe I did it the other way around. So, not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, she starts spinning in this in the middle of this room, and she's like messing with her face, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like maybe this is something supernatural. How was the spinning happening? That was they don't explain that. Yeah, because I would like to know everything else is explained, and I don't like that she's spinning rapidly. Just with her foot, you just can't see it. I would like to know at least. She's on an office chair. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) she's an office chair. Um, so Brenna pulls it, puts it together immediately. Um, and as he's talking to her later, you know, he's kind of calling her out. He's saying this, you did this, you did this. You, here's your, your two assistants set you all up here. She does have a moment where she's like, smooth. Will you also shut up and let me collect my money, please? Um, I forget what they ask him, but there is a point where they're like, well, how did she do this? And he's like, look, I can't necessarily pick apart every individual thing, but like, it had to be the spinning thing, but he, but he's like, but like, it's clearly, right. It's it's clearly. I just love how, I, I, I really love how Branagh plays this character, you know, and I think it's hard when you're directing. That would be a tough to, like, make these choices Talk and not have board. people. Although I will also say he's been doing that his entire career. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, his very yeah. first film, he's, he directed and yeah. starred in. He's very talented in that. Dead sure. Again, oh, which if okay, you've not yeah. seen, is a delight. Yes, yes, yes. But I, I think it's very talented that the way he plays Poirot, I, I, I like the way he carries himself and how he just seems 
bored by things yes. because yeah. they're so easy to figure out and you believe it. You're like, this guy's so good. Yeah. He does not care. He like, is you know, world weary. Benoit Blanc is kind of the same way. Yeah. Like in the be- halfway through the like nonchalant. I like how Benoit Blanc is laid back and he's he ha- doing it he- all in his mind, but he's just like a, a goofball, but he's like, oh yeah, and by the way, blah, 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 blah. I know how <laughs> but, you know, he has moments of excitement though, but he yeah. does have that kind of like, oh my God, yeah, this is what you're doing. You dummy. Like, like I've already he gets yeah. angry though, like when people are doing stuff, which <laughs> which I like too. No, he I, I think in both of those movies, he gets to like three fourths of the way through and he he thinks he's stumped, and then yeah. like something mm-hmm. clicks and he's like, ah, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Um so all this is going on, and then the, I believe like there's a storm. There's a storm of brewing, and the power goes out. I think, and then so she, so Michelle Yeoh tells Poro like to just, well, you know, kiss off. No, she's just kind of like, you don't believe this, but you know, there are things that you can't explain and weird things. And she puts a cloak and a mask on him. Oh, uh, or puts yes, you're right, mm-hmm. you're right. And then he walks around with it, and you get some of those, I think, some interesting point of view shots from Poro, and he goes to Bob Apples because he's like, oh, we'll do something. I got to, one of those apples looked rotten to the i was like don't put your mouth on that one that's gross uh and as he's doing that he gets clubbed in the back of the head and pushed into the water um and then the the cop shows up and pulls him out of the water and he spits up grossness trying to figure it out and then while all that's going on all of a sudden michelle yo in a pretty like i thought it was pretty dope like a pretty good little death scene gets thrown onto a uh a statue and lands like hailed and with with just with the hand and i was like well that's Oof, you don't tough. really see like see it happen though. Is this PG thirteen? I oh, think yeah. so. It's gotta it's be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because that's what I mean. Like there are some interesting kills, but like it's in a shadow. You see yeah. the shadow yes. for falling yes. on a thing, which doesn't quite hit as hard. You know, like I I get what they were trying to do because like we got to make every dollar that we can <laughs> with this thing. But I do think that if maybe you you know it doesn't have to be super gory, but like I, I think don't know, man, you get impaled on a statue, it's going to be kind of gory. For, have for you sure. seen Hot mean, Fuzz? But the whole movie doesn't have to be super gory. But I do think it kind of lessens the impact. Like that could be really shocking if you saw her do it in not in a shadow. You sure, know, sure, where, sure. So it maybe didn't hit as hard. But yeah, you see that, and you're like, well, crap! Like that was unexpected. What was the man? There is a. Oh no, it's in talk. We'll get to it on the next episode. But okay. in talk to me, there's a scene where I was like, holy, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so now Perot's like. I got you. Like now we're now we got something cooking, and he starts trying to piece it all together. He he goes and looks at the body, but is, is it Jamie? What's his name? Jamie Jamie Dornan. Jamie from Dornan. Fifty Shades. Sure, I haven't seen any from Barb and Star go to Del Mar. Barb and Star go to okay. What's it called? Barb and Star go to Del Mar. Isn't right? there another word? Just to Del Mar. Just, yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, and he is that. He's this. He's not. I guess he's like the family doctor. Is kind of the way I took that. He's like a like a private. He's like a non practicing doctor, he quit, but he only right? works for the family. I feel like, yeah, it doesn't matter. He's a doctor, but he's a garbage doctor because he has PTSD and he can't get it together. And he's got this son who is creepy AF. Mm. The entire time I was like, well, that's him. Like, that's the killer because he's, he's just creepy. Every time they filmed the son, they did a weird camera <laughs> angle. Which yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Which I think is maybe on purpose and it's foreshadowing. Like a cinematic red but hair. <laughs> it was, but I was just like, but, but it's so weird. But it's, he is weird. I mean, he ends up being the one who's blackmailing right. the family. So like, he is doing yeah. something nefarious. He just isn't for killing sure, people for sure. But man, when, I guess, now now I, I guess I, Kenneth Branagh must really like this kid. I guess because that's the kid from Belfast. Oh, okay. oh, which was directed by Kenneth Branagh. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So Jamie Dornan messes up the autopsy. He misses a broken wrist. He misses the time of death. And now how do you miss time of death in a murder mystery? Because they always <laughs> smash their watch. I know. Like it's always <laughs> like every there. time a <laughs> clock breaks to establish work? the time. I like of death. That, that seems to conveniently work so well. Yeah. Well, you got to know when it happened. I mean, can't the glass break on a watch without it stopping? Like it always. Like, well, and how do you know that when it when it took that impact, it didn't, didn't move, move the hand. one of the hands? Or also, how do you know it wasn't stupid. broken before? Yeah, like it's, this. Like it's just. How do you know it didn't have a battery or didn't wasn't wound or it's, whatever? Well, yeah, like because it. if you were in a court of law, that's what you would say <laughs> <Right>. as a <laughs> defense attorney. Yeah. But in a in, in a narrative structure, they're trying to like give you like yeah. here's a clue to establish a hard fact: the For person sure. died at twelve fifteen. Got it. Right. Like it's like that's really what that. Yeah. about it's yeah. just a narrative concept. i just always am like it took an impact that means that the little delicate hands you know how, you know how flimsy those hands yeah. are in a yes. watch if it took an well impact, not people with this kind of money oh, that's true. true those yeah. are very those are like stainless steel things <laughs> so now the game is afoot if you will 
and he's locking all the doors. That's he, You're getting your. I am. I detect- detect- Oh yeah, they're they're up. stuck there till the next day. Didn't that happen in Glass Onion? They couldn't rescue them. Yeah, they couldn't get off they the couldn't island. They couldn't get off the island. Yeah. So there's that convention. Like we just saw a lot of this, which felt very weird. This also reminded me of Clue. Is Clue a parody of this? Because it's this a parody movie has of, so many of an Agatha Christie of novel. Agatha Christie but mysteries this one, in general, particularly like the other. I don't ones- think so, and okay. I only say that because I know that this. While this movie is based on Halloween Party, yeah. it's like very loosely based oh, on Halloween Party. Oh, is it? There's okay. a party and it's Halloween. Yes, yeah, there's a party and it's Halloween and somebody <laughs> dies. Okay, okay. And it's Venice. But, but this um, felt like maybe maybe Brandon like, enjoys Clue. because When all of them would run to different rooms. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like the murderer in the book, I don't even think is a character in this movie. Oh, oh weird. So like it's like if, you, if you're if you an Agatha Christie fan and mm-hmm. you're wanting to see an adaptation of Halloween Party. You're going to be pissed. You are going to be disappointed. Yeah. Maghead. Is that what they're called? I don't know. Trademark that right now. <laughs> That's ours. I don't know that there's a lot of value to locking in Agatha Christie-related IPs. <laughs> Call me crazy. Hey, if we can get one. Based on the box office of this Yeah, film, no joke. No Maybe but, the merch will make in, more than the movie. In their defense, <laughs> slow time of year for films, and no one's allowed to do any press. Yeah. That's a good point. This yeah. is, So, uh, on that subject, because this movie's boring. Well, he got 20 minutes. When does, like... There's got to be a. They're gonna run out of stuff. I know. Like we're gonna be going so, back to doing misbegotten sequels. I know. So like, I can't just not pay people. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I feel oh, bad for the people that don't or aren't make, aren't working and making money for but sure like, in the short the term. Run, but in the long it, term, like the the deal that they want these people, these actors, yeah, there's no way. Pennies. If you look at the streaming residuals, people are showing their checks and everything. Yeah, and they're like, this thing is the number one blah 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 on Netflix. Where I made six cents. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I there was it, there know? was some there was somebody that. Aaron Paul said Aaron he Paul, hasn't made that's what it was. anything from the streaming of Breaking Bad on Netflix. He's not made that's one insane. penny. And like it used to be the residuals from reruns is what kept you afloat. Yeah. Well, nobody is really showing reruns on ter- on terrestrial well, TV in whatever. the same way anymore. And so it's all going to everybody's moving to streaming and they're basically like, well, we don't got to pay you for that. Yeah, like, it's such a, well, like a that's the dominant model well then you need to pay people right like think about how popular breaking bad is and especially because of netflix Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah it's not playing on regular tv like you need to make your money you need residuals i wonder if people are going to be you know because a24 signed the deal they're like yeah man whatever you want to do small ones are you got it it. all these ones can do it somehow but the big (laughs) ones that make we're gonna get avatar 3 produced by a24 (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i just i I just want to be james cameron with puppets oh I got that makes that movie so much more interesting. Is <laughs> just watch that. But I I'm curious as to like when is it gonna? I wonder if they're gonna go back to the vault for stuff that they've already filmed. But not, like, did you know? Did you know? Yeah, Salem, maybe we'll see Batgirl. I know. Did you know Salem's Lot was made and done? No, it's finished. It's, done. it's but they've but it, they finished it a year ago in yeah. 2021, and it's they just shelved it and it's just sitting there, mm. which means it's gonna suck. Which oh. sucks for me because that's my favorite one. All right, so back to this one. So oh, what we yeah, keep right. doing is they keep flashing back to. So the way the daughter died, she was seeing visions. She was very out of it, and th- we're led to believe that she went to her balcony and jumped off into the water Correct. and drowned. And you keep seeing the mom like looks like she's like holding, holding her, trying her. to pull her out yeah. of there, or whatever. And you keep flashing back to the scene. So we don't really know what's up, but in the spooky is are there really ghosts and things? Apparently, like this house used to be an old children's hospital or something. Something. Yeah, I and think so. The kids are like coming back in that little story to the nurses and the doctors killing them because they didn't save them. Right. And so now the ghosts are haunting this place and they're ter- they terrorize the daughter and well, caused they, her. Yeah, to- they go after the the, the stories. They go after nurses and doctors. And I do like the scene where Brenna's like, "Have you found the basement?" And they're like, "There is no basement to this place." And he just walks over to a wall and kicks the door in. He's like, "There it is." <laughs> found it um but i do like this part because they go down into the basement and there are cages and things down there so you're just you're also kind of like i mean maybe maybe i don't know um but we do like now kenneth brenna is starting to hear a child singing or somebody you know he sees a shadow and he's trying to chase in the shadows he's hearing things and everyone's looking at him like you're crazy but also he's been hit in the head right? right so you're starting to wonder is he and you're leaning towards you of course like there's something going on, right? I mean, it's very Scooby Doo. It's very it like, is, yeah. who is who's pulling the tricks? Who's doing the stuff? Right. Someone's playing a a 
not a record, but what would be an old timey a Victrola? A Vict- Victrola yeah. is what I'm looking Which for. Which is just a record. But someone, go on, right? But 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 someone's playing a Victrola with the daughter recorded singing or something. But I, I do. But also, something. I like the scene that I did like that I thought was really spooky. Is he sees this little girl like running, and he sees it when her- it becomes the ring, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah, right. Ringu, Ringu, which is also I gotta tell you, super creepy. I like, just thought that was a Japanese uh, ragu. meat sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know where that was gonna go. That was gonna be interesting. <laughs> You're like, oh no, yeah. you can buy is all he- sorts of things from those vending machines. That's true. That's the true. old guy is he about to say something <laughs> racist? Have the we other, hit that point in his age is, cycle? Yeah, we're we're, we're just kind of like, come on. Yeah, <laughs> you know better. You know how Grandpa is. Yes, exactly. It was right. a different yes. time. Yeah, right. But the the original Grudge, Ju Juan, terrifying. Yeah. That original one was terrifying. There mm-hmm. was a minute there where all those Japanese horror movies were getting oh, remade yeah. into yeah. American one missed call, the so ring, popular. the Grudge. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff kind of blew up. Oppenheimer. You know the, oh no. Oh no no no. Oh, that's, that's, I mean that's a different kind of horror story. A, it is a Japanese horror story. <laughs> yeah. Was Sarah Michelle Geller in the remake? Sarah Michelle Geller was in the remake of that one, and uh, Naomi Watts was in the other one. Um, but there is actually, you know, there's a, a ring versus the grudge. No. Yes. Wow. That's a real thing. Like um, a movie? Yeah. But not in America. It was the, uh, in, it was a Japanese movie. Versus Predator, yeah. versus Alien, versus Batman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, versus Crocodile Dundee. Yes. Let's you know, there it. was a period of time when they were act- actively pitching Beverly Hills Cop meets Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> okay. They were going to. Remember, there was Men in Black in 21 Jump Street. Yeah, that was, right. almost, that was almost a thing. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been fun. Maybe I think it could have maybe. been with the Lord Even, Miller. Yeah, maybe. like that would have been fascinating. If it had been good, it would have been great. If it had been bad, it would have been great. It would have been right. <laughs> it would have just been such a like, what are we even looking yeah, at? Yeah, right. Unlike that reboot that we got for Men in Black that was not good. Yeah. So Poro's going around. Uh, Tina Fey like has a semi alibi. Says, "Okay, you come around with me and help question." So he's doing the thing where he interrogates everybody and tries to get, "Where were you? I was in this room when this happened. This that. You know, it just goes through a bunch of that. Yeah. That you doing all these? St. Louis is in this movie no that's right yes yeah. i remember they want the, to go to the, missouri they want to go to missouri but they because won't. they watched the first half of meet me in st louis oh, yes that's funny yeah and that got a weird laugh in the theater oh like, for yeah. sure when they said we're gonna send you to missouri or wherever people were like, ah, ah. <laughs> you dummies yeah the, uh, sucker. the, the two other people in the theater <laughs> <laughs> you're so dumb we don't like foreigners <laughs> i mean the white one's okay yeah well but, yeah you buddy but the guys yeah, gotta go yeah why not this is missouri this man is, well it depends we don't what part of missouri you're in you know all yeah, parts. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But then he he the the detective's like, "Okay, I I know the score. Like, I know you want to talk to me." And this is where we find out the that talk to me is a different. That is a different. Yeah. Tina Fey and this detective have been in on this the entire time. First, we find out that the detective was the first on scene. He gives us actually a really good story about how sometimes a, a cop can reach a point where he's like, "That's it. Like I'm you've you've reached your limit." In the words of Jim Ross, he he met his limit on his bump card. You just can't take any more bumps, and that's it. Your career is over. Is that a ding? That ding? is a ding. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I have no idea. I'm like, is that a police Jim, officer? Jim Ross is uh, probably It's okay. More... Fair enough. Basically, a wrestler can only take so many hits, and that's it. Gotcha. So once your bump card's full, you're done. Okay. And this detective is like, I, ha- I, I worked a case, and I couldn't get past it and i had to retire and we find out that the case that he was working was this girl's case the like daughter the who daughter who died drowned. couldn't figure it out and it sounds like tina fey was kind of pissed at kenneth brenna because her last few books kind of tanked right she's in a slump and i can't did she because he's not solving mysteries, she can base. Is that kind of what that was? That... That's what I kind of thought she was trying to say. I kind of thought since he retired that she didn't I, have inspiration. I he thought wasn't popular. I, could, I, yeah, I didn't hear it that way. Although I don't necessarily think that's wrong. I heard it more as like, um, she just kind of wanted to go back to what worked. Oh, sure. Like sure, she sure. had written other books, but then she'd been in a slump, and she's like, "Well, people, this is the book that made me famous, so let me go back, yeah. to that." Mm. That makes sense. That that's how I heard it, but I, I'm not convinced. But that I'm her right. her goal was to stump Kenneth Brenna. That was if I can if I can write a book about the greatest detective of all time being stumped on a case and giving into the idea that the the occult, not the occult, but like the supernatural is real. This is going to change everything. And of course, Kenneth Brenna figures it out. And he was like, we're done. You're cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, we haven't gotten that part yet. (laughs) That's kind of what he says to the kid. You know, he's like, yeah, you'll be all right. uh, Poirot is surprisingly like 
chill sometimes with people. You know what I mean? Like he's so about the law. And then I feel like in the last, like I feel like in every movie he kind of does this. Well, in this one, he's he, just kind of like, eh, you're good. We don't really have to. <laughs> eh, you're good. Yeah. The end of well, this one, and murder on the Orient express at the end, he's kind of like, you know, the guy kind of deserved <laughs> killing. Like it's the good old fashioned Texas. He needed killing defense. But yeah. Like, right. But, right. But like he, until the end of that first one, which I know that was the first movie, but like the whole first movie, he's like, no, if you did something, justice must be right. served. And then, and then after that, he kind of like and then, and then he's like up a little oh, bit. That guy was kind of a... <laughs> like, but at the, at the end of the one, second one, I think he's kind of like, yeah, that was Army Hammer. Yeah, he's like, well, look at the guy. Yeah, you know, we all know. <laughs> um, but he does say the the detective is like, I guess we're gonna go to jail. I guess he says like in the daylight, it does not seem that is necessary. Well, he's, it's two. It's twofold, right? Like, I. Th- I'm going to go to jail or I'm going to either way. He's like, no, it's a wash. Like you go your way. I'll go my way. Thank of you course. Man. It's a wash. It's finished. There's so much, water. so much water everywhere. Uh, well, but while all of that is going and he figures all of this out, we know that Jamie Dornan has had an, a panic attack basically. And his son has been like this anchor for his dad where he gives him the, his meds. Or even just like talks him off the cliff because mm-hmm. where he goes after the boyfriend, which I thought was a really good scene. I, it's actually, called parentification, and it's ill-advised. And yes, it's a shame when parents do that to their children. That is correct. Well, and then they not start that I've writing. watched it happen. All right, <laughs> blackmail letters and all sorts. Well, of stuff. I will say, Jamie Dornan might make a pretty good Batman if they. He's he's young enough. I think he's in the right age range. Uh, and I, he had moments of like pretty good intensity in this Better one. Bulk up. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So what's CGI know. is for, or a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But he has this panic attack. They lock him in this soundproof room, and then they come back after everything's figured out, and he's dead. He's dead. He yeah. He did. And now they've got to figure out like how, like, how, how the, the hell did this happening here? So. What we find out is that I'm trying to think. Oh, they're talking to the boyfriend, and the boyfriend like cuts his finger on a knife, and he grabbed. Who's per- the boyfriend? I'm not recalling. Who do you guys? It was it was the daughter's ex boyfriend. Oh yeah yeah okay, yeah. I'm sorry. He, he's the one who got the the card. Oh, Mister Herring. <laughs> yes. Correct, Mister Red Herring. R, no, R Herring. Yeah, R Herring. They did, it's just they just used R to not make it obvious. <laughs> when he looks at the note, and he's like, hmm. I oh, could. rich jerk boyfriend who <laughs> who now has moved on so quickly and all that. He must also, be the killer. But also he looks at the, and I don't know if it's just if it's like who gained nothing from her death. Yeah. Nothing. Right? Like it's not like they were married and he no. got married. Why would he like it's, do that? Yeah. But also there's this so they're talking to this guy and he he's like, "Can I see the invitation that you got?" and he puts it down and he looks at it and the word apple kind of lights up when he's looking at the uh the print on the thing. And I thought is, is is he, he is he telling like, us to invest in Apple stock? Well, that's what I'm just like. Is mm-hmm. he saying that he he wanted an iVictrola? <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in the universe. That will be a thing. But is he like? Did he look at the note and real and just saw the word Apple and was like, "Hey, yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it's not like a secret code that was implanted." Right. Which is what I thought they were saying at first because I was like, "How would you ever pick How that? Would you That's put ridiculous. that together? It's, like it's the first letter of every word or something. It's, it's like, like just random. You letters. could do that in any <laughs> sentence, you know." And he he says, "There's a line he says later where he's like." My my subconscious brain starts to see what it oh, needs to see, okay. like to say, like here's what you what you should be like. Somewhere deep down, I I've already started formulating the answer, and my brain picks it out, and it just it, okay. It's like yeah. a dream, yeah, yeah. Basically, okay. it was a plot device. Yes. So we'll so just what ra- we'll just wrap so this what, up. So Basically, what happens is the mom who is obsessed with her daughter. It's Munchausen, right? Munchausen by proxy. By proxy, yeah. yeah. So she has been. They don't call it that anymore, for the record. They don't. No. Is that is that offensive? No. It is, they gave it a more yeah, medical the name. They, <laughs> yeah. you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the what Molly happens? Pop Guild. Got they the took offense. They took offense to it. Yeah. Right. Right. The mom has. Uh, she doesn't want to lose her daughter. She, the daughter is engaged to this very charismatic American chef. The daughter is going to leave, and to prevent that, the mom. Digs up all of the, the the flower garden. It's now called fictitious disorder imposed on another. Oh, that rolls right off. The right up. But yeah. it is more accurate yeah. than the other one. Yeah. Uh, so 
she plants these flowers that have poisonous honey. Like that's that's the deal. And we find this or out. Does she make the honey with the flowers in them. I don't think the flowers have honey. Flowers don't make honey. Oh no no no! Yeah. But it's she a, puts it's the flowers pollen. in them to. In, into the honey into because it, yeah. we find out there's a scene uh, earlier where the honey flowers honey flowers uh, honeysuckles <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she grew 800 like, million yeah he's like honeysuckles what's your retort now botanist <laughs> <Yeah>. got you <laughs> you know what they say you can lead a whore to culture but you can't make her think <laughs> that's a pretty good one <laughs> but the guy the boyfriend cuts his finger and Kenneth Brenna's like hey use that honey it's a natural like sedative or uh it's a glue, antibiotic antibiotic yeah like and he it. tastes it and he was like this isn't regular honey and then we somebody said earlier he's like oh i found that honey in, in the towel cabinet yeah and it's like my wife what? was like thumbs up with the honey <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we find out that she has been using this honey to keep her daughter like sick She's... yeah basically but kenneth brenna has been taking the honey at a lower rate through like well and uh, she was it causes it will it will poison you in enough but with lower dosage it causes you to hallucinate correct which is why she was hearing the voices it's also why perot's been having these visions because they've been she's been spiking his tea right so and i like and again i like the misdirect like well he was hit in the head so is he right same things but it's like oh no he was dosed he was with the same we find out it's the mom the mom uh was poisoning the daughter and there was this other, like, this woman who was a nun who was also, like, part of this house. And the daughter was having a fit, and she had, this woman had seen the mom, like, give her this tea. So she was just like, oh, I gotta give her the tea. And she, she gave her, tea. gave her way too gave much. Gave her way too much of the honey, and it killed her. Yeah. So the mom. So then the mom faked her suicide. Correct. Because she didn't want someone to do an autopsy and find out she was poisoned. Right. So it was like, oh, she jumped, but she really threw her Threw her, threw her off, off the thing. And the, of course, the doctor is so messed up that he just kind of yeah. misses everything and just uh, rules it a suicide. But the son is super smart. Right. And f- was, and put all his dad's notes together as he was going through them and he figured it out and he's like, well, I'm going to see if this works and I'm going to test my theory. And he sent a blackmail letter and she started paying it. So he's like, Oh, so he's like, I didn't even know what to do with the money. <laughs> we paid the bills and I had so much. Left I did. Over. I like that line. I was like, I had so much left. And Perot was talking to her earlier. She's like, I don't have any money left. And he's like, and then her, he and Tina Fey were like, where did the money go? go she's rich and right you know, why is this been, why is this house not fixed why is yeah. stuff like that she spent it all on victrolas that's yeah. <laughs> i victrola i victrola right she was an early adopter yeah right yeah. and so she you know she brings in michelle yo and she thinks that she is the one who Black is the blackmailer but she accidentally hits kenneth brenna because kenneth brenna's wearing the same outfit that michelle yo was wearing those can those conveniences are kind of annoying a little yeah. bit when when you put here, here, sir, put on this cloak. Here, Mr. No-Nonsense, put on this cloak and mask. Would would, would Poirot not go, what the hell is this throw it on the ground? Like, the fact that he's like, oh, I will wear this outfit. Like I, While man. I bob for the apple. Yeah, it's, yeah it's right, so right. Stu- like, that is While I have a me. rare moment of whimsy. Yeah, it's like, that's, <laughs> that not, his, that's not his character whatsoever. Yeah, also, also, when she puts it on him, the first thing Poirot would go, get this yeah, out of it. Like, but you also know... He's not sticking that mustache in water. No. I know. because Absolutely I, no, not. First thing I thought of was, what's the mustache going to look like? What? Because, it came out perfect. Yeah. No, it was a little messed up. Oh, was up, it? Yeah. Well, it's just wax. But I was like, I know, but I'm like, it's going to mess up his mustache yeah, right. the whole movie. I gotta Is he going to go, hold on, please. Two hours later, he comes out. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. He's, i got to tell you. It's a hell of a mustache. There, you that, know, you that can tell must, the budget's that mustache been cut. Every movie gets less impressive. <laughs> Even the mustache is smaller. Yeah, yeah. But it has layers, which but is a very impressive feature. That first feature. one, when it was a three-part <laughs> yeah. spike, and oh, he yeah. had the, the holder for yes. it. Oh, yeah, my gosh. so good. It was always back when they had money for CGI. Well, you think a CGI mustache? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's, whole That's Henry yeah. Cavill. That's Henry Cavill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they should have used him instead of Army Hammer. That's right. Uh, should have. From now on. Was he in one of these movies or no? No. no. Which I, is like kind of shocking. This is the first one that hasn't had someone with a sex scandal. So they're oh, doing hey. it. Wait, who was the first one? Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny yeah. Depp was the victim in the first one. Oh, yeah. Because that was right. kind of the setup is that you get a big famous person in the opening that gets killed and then that's, you know, they need him for a day. And he it's... thought he was a victim in his real life, too. Yeah. yeah. Nice stunt casting. Yeah, right. So, yeah, they figure it all out. It's the mom. She's done everything. And then, you know, as things are getting wrapped up, the mom ends up trying to, she, like, does she just fall? Does she just well, fall so over, the, is, over gets, the balcony? It gets kind of spirit. It gets kind of. 
well, is there something going on? Because Poro oh, sees the ghost of your daughter, right. and then she slips off. But it kind of looks like that's kind of a cool scene where, is. like, the ghost of the daughter like is floating in the background. Yes, and then and then when she goes in the water, uh, it could be like her vision because she's falling. The daughter's and pulling it, her down, but the daughter's pulling her into the water to keep her drowning. Like, there was some cool imagery there for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's and then they it. wrap then, they wrap it up, and then he then, lets the kid go. You know, he figures out. Well, he says that he's like, hey, I didn't know what to do with all that money. He's like, I got to know what you can do with that money. You can give it to these two. Send them to Saint Louis. Send them to Saint Louis. Well, also, I'm like, he's took all this money, and they're like, we'll find a good use for it. Here, we bought you a plane a ticket. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's literally. She's like, I'll oh, keep we're, the rest. We're gonna get you a ticket. It's like he has so much money, <laughs> and I, I thought they were gonna go. Oh, we're gonna donate to the children's orphanage. No, she literally yeah. their solution. No, they're like, we'll buy, money, pl- we'll buy you. You a two ticket. will buy you plane tickets. The rest <laughs> we're keeping. And when you land, you're on your own. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, I thought that was such a funny solution to. And uh, he and Tina Fey. He's just like, I don't like you no more. And she's like, well, that's fine. Yeah. And basically, he's like, because she, she was in cahoots with the, the whole time with the psychic and the doc and the and the cop. Yeah. Like, all of it. Like it was, was she in cahoots with the psychic. I thought they really did. I think like it was all three of them together. Yeah, they, 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 they were like she was doing. Uh, she she brought in the psychic to trick him. Right. Like she like she was always trying. She was in on the tricks yeah. because she was actually helping operate Hide, some like of the, the other things. The Baba or whatever. Yeah. And so. Yeah, uh, which is a shame because I liked those two together. So I was like, oh, if they make another one, I'd like to yeah. see her back. Cause, yeah, because she added kind of a, a modern sensibility. She in, was his home or his he, Watson. Yeah, like I, 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 I enjoyed those two together. Yeah, that was they were I, I same same. Yeah. So, but in the in the beginning of this movie, that these all oh, there's you know Perot Perot has like a line of people trying to solve cases, and be and given the fact that he has now solved this case, he he's got the mojo back, and at the first you know he. Usually he closes the door to his place, but this time he leaves it open. And the guy we see in the beginning, he's like, somebody's trying to kill me. And of course, he figures it out. Like, he just reads the notes. He's like, by the way, you're going to die. Uh, yeah. Get it together. And that's kind of how this one ends. I I think I like this more than Death on the Nile. Uh, it was an interesting, like, in horror. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think this. I like this one more than that one. Um, I, because yeah. that one is such a mess. That one is that that Death on the Nile is a mess of a movie. I wish that maybe this one came next and could have had a better budget because I just think they're so restricted. And you know, hats off for them for having the smaller budget and it being. As, what was the budget on this? Did it go back to it 55? was sixty? Oh, okay. So the first one was fifty-five, okay. and now what? Eight years later, it's sixty. Okay, yeah. okay, and that things, tracks. Then things cost more now. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was it was an interesting like horror, a, not even horror, just spooky. But it had those it elements. Was, it was a spooky movie. Yeah. yeah, I like the change in tone, and yeah. it, it was interesting. I, you know what? I mean, even if I didn't think it was like the best, I think murder mysteries are fun. So I do. I'm 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 up for it. You know? It, yeah. When they don't take themselves too seriously and they tell a good story, I think they're one of my favorite forms of filmmaking. I wonder oh. if he'll make another one. I wonder if this is it. My guess uh, is based on the box office. This yeah. is probably it. Unless like, a streamer picks it up and can, you know, make it a and pay no one. Type thing. Yeah. But, oh, you mean happens. a you mean like a fourth movie? Yeah, I, want, I mean, you know, I wonder if it will eventually become a streaming thing. Maybe I don't know. But I, I feel like these might work better as a miniseries, like a four part, three part miniseries, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, yeah potentially. So. But I, don't know, I liked it. Like I said, I thought it was my favorite of the three. I thought it was the first one that you could actually play along with, mm-hmm. to, which to me is such a key component of these sorts of oh, stories. Oh, we forgot to say that the Jamie Jamie Dornan kills himself. Yeah, that was the other thing. I is forgot that about he that. backed into a knife because basically the mom threatened. She's like, I got your son right here. She's and- like, you're the one blackmailing me. If you don't kill yourself, I'm going to kill your kid. And he was like, yeah. got it. And he's like, okay, I guess so. So I'll, I'll run it back yeah. first into the sword. Anyway, I guess... Uh, there's that. There you go. So uh, I I want to back up and uh, with Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I looked it up. Yeah. So there were three written by Stieg Larson, mm-hmm. and then there are three more oh. ri- written by David Lagerkrantz. Mm-hmm. He wrote The Girl in the Spider's Web, which that's I think the one that's that... the one that they turn into yep. a movie. Yep, yep, yep. And then The Girl Who Takes an Eye for an Eye, and then The oh. Girl Who Lived Twice, and then oh, there are there's another. One written, The Girl in the Eagle's Talons. Interesting. Written by Karen Smirnoff, and that came out in 2022. But I oh. think that's supposed to be the first of another trilogy. Okay. Okay. So Elizabeth Slander's a detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 
So uh, anyway, it's just, great, but yeah, they're certainly like doing everything they can to keep that alive. <laughs> yeah. So I have not wore, read any of them. The first so. three are good. I've seen yeah. the Swedish stuff, and those movies are good. Oh yeah, man, the Fincher good. one's good. Yeah, did not really care for whatever that Claire Flory. I can't remember what her name is, but she's. It's not. In the it's not Kate Mara. No, Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara plays her in the Fincher one. Yeah, and then they recast her in this new one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Actually, who was the original one? Uh, uh, Numi Rapace. Numi Rapace. Yeah, yeah she was so good. In that. I think uh, I think Fetty Alvarez directed that girl in the spider's web. Oh, the guy that did Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find it. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and check out Circle of Wizards. Yeah. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Ransom did it. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.